welcome to the next episode of Be Heard's podcast. I hope you're all doing well. I'm just going to check what episode number we're on. Ooh, episode nine. Whoa. Um, so I'm filming some of these out of order, so they don't necessarily make sense to me in what order they're in, but they probably make sense to everyone else. So today, my topic of conversation is masking a love-hate relationship. Now, you've heard masking as in wearing a mask and things like that. And that's very literally what it means. But what does it mean to someone like me, who's autistic? To mask or to camouflage means to hide and or disguise parts of oneself in order to better fit in with the world around them. It is an unconscious strategy and all humans develop it while growing up in order to connect with the world around us. But to an autistic person, we take it to the utter extreme a little bit. Over recent years, I didn't know that that's what I was doing. So I didn't get my diagnosis till I was 18. I remember reading about this thing called masking and I was like, no, 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 I'm none of these things. I'm perfectly fine. I'm typical. And what I didn't realise is that this coping strategy that I learnt to manage the world around me to a massive extent limited me from being who I am. And that may seem rather bizarre to most people, but as an autistic young girl in an environment that was highly academic and everyone else was in these social groups that I just couldn't understand and they were constantly evolving and changing and then this term these girls are in and then next it was these and then these kind of split off and then it split off again and it was really confusing to me to the point I just withdrew so I used to make friends rather quickly but lose them even faster and I think masking is the reason why because I learned how to make a friendship but never learned how to maintain it and it's something in therapy I had to learn to consciously undo, consciously take off the mask to understand myself and to consciously have to work on something that you do unconsciously is really quite difficult. And it's hard to explain it in many ways, but it was almost like I had to challenge every interaction, every thought, every feeling. It's like, is this me or is this is what I think I should feel? compared to the world around me. And that was a really challenging experience for me. And since then, so that was 2019, 2020, I'd masked for 18 years and not known it. And I actually have to say that was a physically painful revelation because to me, it felt, oh my God, am, am I not this person? Who am I? Am I this? Am I that? Am I this person? Am I that person? Do I actually really like this? Or is it me thinking I need to like this? And it was this whole spectrum of, oh, uh, what? Um, and I genuinely didn't know where to go. And I think for me, masking is one of the primary reasons why I have chronic fatigue. Because if you think about it, having to overanalyze and 
think about and reconstruct and deconstruct conversations and social interactions that we all have every day is takes up a lot of mental energy and for me deciphering what other people are saying really in combination with their vocal tone and voice and is so hard that I am drained and my mask enables me to come across as this confident young woman and I'm not necessarily all that it took me a really long time to learn to take my mask off and I, I have a saying now that I can take off my autistic mask just like a makeup look. On, off. And it was as simple as that. Noticing when I was masking to when I wasn't. And for a long time, that took a lot of energy in itself. It's like, okay, I'm just going to mask when I'm at college. And then I can let it off when I get home. And for a while, that caused a lot of meltdowns as I learned that. And a lot of shutdowns of just going... <sighs> whoa that was a lot of emotional offload and now I don't really mask as much I use it more now as a coping strategy in situations that I'm not comfortable so for example at uni in lectures I don't need to mask because I need to be me I need my brain to work I only need to think really about when to speak properly and that's okay that's not really masking that's social skilling as I call it but dealing with someone who perhaps doesn't like my assistant's dog, I have to put a mask on. Because if I didn't, it almost feels like it gets to my heart too much. And I, I mask so that I protect myself from saying what I want to say. And I'm a big advocate for say what you want to say, do what you want to do. But there's a level of when to say that. And that's something I've had to learn as part of taking my mask off. But now I won't mask at home. Very rarely will I mask at home. I'll mask more with family, especially some of my family that don't really understand what autism is and who I am without the mask because they've never really seen it. It's like my mum, I can completely unmask out in front of. It's very rare that I mask in front of my mum because my mum can see through it. But if I went to my grandparents who do their best to understand what autism is and how it affects me, they don't fully understand because when they were younger, you were just a naughty child. And that's something that I've had to learn. I almost gauge my comfort level. I have a few friends that I won't mask in front of because they know me without the mask and I don't feel like I need to put on that facade almost that I'm fine when I'm not. Things that masking, although it is harmful to an extent, when it becomes a child or young person or anyone's entire identity, it is harmful. But if we use it, teach them the ways to mask almost and allow them to understand that, it almost becomes a coping strategy. And that may be a controversial opinion, but I'm glad that I can mask because it allows me to do things that I never thought were possible. So for me, for example, I have been, and I'm going to, I'm attending this week as I'm recording this in advance. In October and November 2022, I went to Karen Brady's Women in Business and Tech. I met Karen Brady and I met Sarah Davies and there was a moment that was so overwhelming and that it was so loud and it was so bright and it was so busy. And if I reacted as my autistic self, I'd have just shut down. 
and I needed to be this confident, bubbly person. And there is a way to use that skill set to make me feel, yeah, I can do this, let's take on the world. And then bring it back down so when we get to the hotel room, I can just go, Bruh. It's using it effectively. So for example, this week, I'm going to Nadex and the Dyslexia show. Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. And then I'm working open day Saturday. That, that time frame is really intense for me. And if I masked for that entire time, I would be on my knees for about a week. So it comes a skill in itself to turn it on, turn it off again. On, off, on, off. And it's a skill that I'm not going to say I've completely mastered. And I think it's a never-ending process in many ways. But I want people to be more aware of that's what people can do. So I think I need to go into why I call it a love-hate relationship. I love it for the fact that it enables me to do things that are outside my comfort zone without completely falling apart, at least not in the moment. But then oppositely, you've got this thing that is so exhausting. And then if I think about all the positive things it's made me, let me do, network in London at some of the biggest business events, do things and go places that I never thought possible, attend university for a large extent, and all these things that are in combination, that my masking has a label to it allowed me to get through high school. Academically, I'm not so sure I got through it, through it socially that well, but it's all these things that I am so grateful that I learnt to do. But at the same time, I wonder how much of a different person I'd have been if I knew that's what I was doing when I was like 11. Would I have got on best at school if I was just me? <laughs> Would I have got better on at work if I was just me? Probably not. Over the last few weeks, it really come to my mind about why it can be a major problem that people mask so much. And my main problem is I can cope and look so fine when I'm really struggling with my anxiety or with my depression or... I have PTSD and I can look all calm, cool and collected and be inside wanting to scream. I can be like, yeah, we're all fine, how are you? Oh, let me help you with your problems. But not understanding how to cope with my own. And no one can be any the wiser. Only people that really know me can see behind that. I can mask so effectively that my friends can't see that I'm fighting the urge to cry or scream or that I'm actively having panic attacks because I am so used to keeping either a stone face or a, oh, it's fine, like a slight smile, that people don't know this stuff's going on. All of which has left me at times feeling alone and feeling vulnerable because for the longest time in my life that Masking was my primary coping mechanism for dealing with the world around me. The world that is loud, bright, socially confusing. And I really wish it wasn't my primary coping mechanism at times. And it was my only coping mechanism for a really long time. 
So I suppose, why am I saying all this stuff about masking? It's great, but it's not. It's great, but it's not. And it's exactly why I call it a love-hate relationship. I love it one minute and I hate it the next. I want to encourage everyone and anyone to check in with everyone, no matter autistic, dyslexic, having ADHD or the neurotypical or having a neurotype that's of the standard deviation who your friends or your family that put on a brave face no matter how bad a situation is check in on them because if they can cope so seamlessly with around the world with the world around them i guarantee you there is something going on behind closed doors and although they may seem fine and they're putting on a brave face and that they can manage everything that one question how are you you're okay, you've got a lot going on at the moment. Is everything all right? I've noticed. Um, how are you doing? You seem more stressed than usual. That simple question may open the floodgates for someone just to let their guard down. And that can change life and save lives. By just asking someone that question, be prepared, they may brush you off. There are times where I know if I drop my mask, I will completely crumble. Especially if I've been having a bad day with my depression or my anxiety. That was just, I'm fine, I'm fine, I don't want to talk about it. And that's a valid answer. But you never know what someone's hiding behind their put togetherness. So yeah, love masking. I love it, but I hate it. But I'm also glad that I can do it. And it's, it's such a weird dynamic, that. But... Yeah, check in on your friends and family who always seem okay. So I'm going to tag at the end of this video how to subscribe to this podcast and my YouTube channel. And the last video and the playlist of the podcast will be, I think, here and here. Um, and I hope you have a good weekend and rest of your week. So speak to you soon. Bye.